0: Not show. show forward sizzle you know it's just it's woeful mate they, you know what they should do the NRL should go back to 16 teams just drop the Tigers <laughs> that's
1: up. not that's not happening according to old TVL, part time Valandis wants to add 20 no, teams now <laughs>
0: they're, they're going the other way <laughs>
1: G'day everybody, welcome to episode 283 of Not The Footy Show. I'm Warwick Nicholson, you've got Rob Cox kicking back, relaxing after his favourite second team, the West Tigers, started the year like a house on fire with another loss. Coxmith, what happened to the Tigers on Sunday?
0: Quite literally, mate. That was the worst performance that I've seen from an NRL team, possibly ever. Seriously. so bad. It was so bad. Possibly ever. I, I would say that the top four teams in the New South Wales Cup would beat them, as they are at the moment, quite convincingly. That's what
1: I think. It was so um cool. They were woeful, cool. mate.
0: The woeful cool. West Tigers.
1: Back-to-back um, games. No
0: execution.
1: At Leichhardt, and they lose both against... Who they play the first week Titans and then they play um did they lose to yesterday knights like seriously you can't ask for a better start to your year you only play three games at out all year get two of them to open the season and yep. you get 0 2 oh we both had them in 12th mate um well I predicted are, the up.
0: Titans I predicted I I predicted the Titans to get wooden spoon yeah. and I predicted the Knights to get second last and they've both been and, and they've both beaten the Tigers in the opening rounds, there's no way in the world the Tigers will not get the spoon this year, mate. Unless someone oh. there, whether it be Benji or Robbie or Tim or Justin or somebody, can turn it around, um, they're a basket case. It just they're,
1: feels- they're, they've
0: got they've got z- they've got zero execution.
1: Oh, it's terrible.
0: Okay, they they got they don't have a football brain amongst them. To be honest with you, apart from Appy, probably. But, but even, even Happy yesterday you know, was disappointing. Even he, Yep. He didn't take over and when he should have. The halfback is not a, the halfback's not a halfback. The five is not a five eight. Um,
1: five eight shouldn't and, be seen near the spine. He should not be seen in any of those four positions.
0: You know, he's 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 probably closer to being a fullback than than a, than a half, um, because he's probably an okay center. But,
1: mate, we've, we've been banging on that three for. I don't a want to year. kick players yeah. too
0: much, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I don't want to kick players too much. I don't, I don't get any fun out of kicking blokes that are better nah. at something than I ever was. But, yeah. you know, but the Tigers are a basket case, mate. I, I just don't know. I, you know, I said to my mate today, I said, uh, I probably said it to you too, they should yeah. just napalm the place and start again because cleaning out the place isn't good enough. You know, it's just. It's woeful, mate. They, you know what they should do? The NRL should go back to sixteen teams. Just drop the Tigers. <laughs> that's
1: up. not. That's not happening. According to old PVL part-time, Valandis wants to add twenty no, teams now. They're,
0: <laughs> they're going the other way. Oh,
1: <laughs> seriously, he's, he's oh, the man. king at reading the temperature in the room, isn't he? Uh, old PVL. There mustn't be a race meet this weekend, so yeah. he's back in rugby league mode.
0: You know what, though, from that game, right. what was something we exclusively predicted? Would happen to the Knights?
1: Oh, and it happened. Well, Kay Ponga wouldn't last long defending in the line. Seriously, I had this chat with my flatmate, and it was less like, than two minutes. What, what do you think happened in the off season? Was it Kaylin Ponga just you know laying down the law, saying I've just resigned, I want to play in the line, I want to play six, give me the job, and if you don't, O'Brien, you're gone. Or was it O'Brien super coaching, thinking oh, I just I'll just change the whole way we play? With his hands in the ball more. He might have to make a few tackles. Which way do you think it was? Do you think it was Ponga saying that he, it was my way or the highway, or was it a Brian masterstroke? Because there's no reason to move him from from the fullback. I I, I still don't understand it.
0: No, I, I I don't know which which way it went, mm. and I don't really care. But thanks, for playing. It whatever whoever made the decision was was dreadfully wrong. Dreadfully wrong, uh, and the decision that that should never have happened. He, trust me, I, I actually said to you there was. A, I I do remember saying this that he will play fullback again this year, and I believed that he would play fullback before the first Origin rolled around. I think that's what I said. I was way wrong. He's going to be playing fullback in round four. Yeah,
1: he's
0: not going to play in five. Yeah, have He'll a week off,
1: have a week off. and he's back to fullback. So, Lucky Miller, I yeah. hope you enjoyed your two two yeah. weeks at fullback, buddy. And he looks good, but you got to have hunger. One, it's just the way it is. Uh, Tigers quickly. Well, we were, sorry, we were talking about Dewey, and that was for the man we were talking about before about the 5'8. Got, got a theory for you, Coxmith, because you yeah. know I'm a big exponent of him playing in the centers. If Benji and Tim yeah. Sheens thinks that Asu Kapoa is a second rower, why not Adam Dewey?
0: Yeah. Big enough. Just put yeah, him out on well. the edge.
1: You're gonna convert <clears> a center <throat> into a second rower, like a winger in Kapoa, right. then you then make Dewey your second rower. Seriously.
0: You know why? You know you know why they won't? Because remember last year he said he'd rather play he's New South Wales Cup than go and, and, and play 700K. center, I believe.
1: What a team, man. Did you did you see the moment? And I, I, I will get off it in a sec, guys, but the Tigers, the, there's a couple of things out of the game, but there was one moment he knocked on, they were ten meters out, twenty metres out, he got up and played the ball incorrectly. Apparently got a cramp, goes to ground like he's been shot, and then he got sledged by Tyson Gamble, Jump <laughs> straight back up. Where'd the cramp go? Mm. Like, oh,
0: it's like it's oh, mate. It's just it's just like he didn't say those words. It's just like he didn't say those yeah. words to Grant Atkins. Yeah, yeah, in in the World Cup, of course he did. Good news, Tigers did, fans. Mate. There's just so much BS floating around.
1: There's 22 rounds to go, so I like to think that at some stage you'll have at least two wins on the season. Uh, the decision that just baffled me, and it summed up the Tigers yesterday, is that Jacob Safidi gets um, sent off. Jake Simpkins on the ground for five minutes. Apparently, he's okay, which is fantastic. They got a penalty right in front of the post. There's 13 and 14 minutes to go in the game. Newcastle are down to 12 men. They're down by eight. And what do the Tigers do after five minutes of deliberation? Back their amazing try scoring ability and go for the try instead of taking two points and getting within one try. That was just insanity, just pure and utter insanity. You would have been doing handstands if you were the Knights, but they did that.
0: Anything. Yeah, they 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 did they did exactly what the knights wanted them to do. They took the quick tap. Uh, well played, guys. Whoever came up with that again, you're a genius. It's, it's um, insane. Yeah, I, I I just hope the call didn't come from the sideline.
1: That's mm. Well, that's that the, the killer, and we discussed it the so Is that there was five minutes to make that decision, and they somehow rested on. Let's just bash it up through the forwards. It's just anyway. Off the Tigers, congratulations Newcastle. That reminds me of a win they had over uh, a draw they had with Penrith about three years ago. I think it was during the, the year before COVID or the year of COVID in twenty twenty where they drew, um, I think sixteen all or something, and they yeah. somehow uh, found a way to hold on to a good team. But this week they were playing a very ordinary one. Tigers, mate, just issues. We covered off the Panthers. Rabbitoh did that uh, preview a review after the game on Thursday night. There's some other matches that we need to touch on. I'm not going to go to the negative. I think we need to go to some positive just immediately, and that is the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs turning the ship right around, going down to Melbourne. Yes, Mm. Melbourne didn't put the best team on the park, but that's not generally been Melbourne's problem. Melbourne's attitude is usually pretty good, playing at home, in front of their fans. And 15 minutes, you know, it was a here there, both teams going well, and then the Bulldogs turned on the football, not the grind, the football. And they blew Melbourne away. And Craig Bellamy in the press conference is a stunned mullet. He doesn't know what's going on. Kudos, Cameron Serraldo. Kudos, Reed Marnie, who's just a gun. Kudos the whole way Canterbury played. That was an outstanding performance, Coxman. Mate,
0: um, Melbourne missed 30 tackles in the first half. Mm. Mm. Melbourne don't normally miss 30 tackles in 10 games. Yeah. Like, they... Yeah, they're, they're, they certainly didn't put their best team on the field or they weren't able to. Uh, so that was a, a factor for sure. But to go to Melbourne and beat Melbourne at Amy Park at night, all I can say is great job. Great job, Bulldogs. <laughs> and and you guys are going a whole lot better than the Tigers, I'll tell you now.
1: And they get to play each other this week. <laughs> Good luck, West Tigers. I, I, just, <laughs> I just look at the way Canterbury played and go, yeah, that's, a, that's an impressive coaching job to keep your team up after a bad loss the week before against Manly, where they didn't look on the same level as a team that missed the finals last year in Manly. And to go down there, I mean, yeah. just, I mean, the stats, they can tell you whatever you like. You said half, half 30 tackles missed in the first half. The final tackle count, according to Interall.com, was 49 missed tackles for Melbourne, 36 for Canterbury. But if you want the real state of the game, Canterbury made more tackles than Melbourne. They won twenty six to twelve. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Because they were Very made to defend
0: a lot in that first half.
1: Yeah. Correct. And they they turned that around. Jacob Carraz. Wow. Uh, just fantastic. And I sat there and what impressed me the most, and this is not the hallmark of the T Barrett era, or even the Dean Pay era. They use their edges so well. How well did Alamotti and Avarillo do in setting up their wingers to score tries? Like. That's a skill, and you can only Absolutely. work on that yeah. skill when you actually give your centres the ball. So, Dool Dogs, I'm not going to spend heaps of time because we're going to spend a long podcast, but wow, just fantastic. And Jacob Preston, there's a player there. Melbourne, they do lose a game early in the year. Who knew that could happen? Uh, and they go down 26 to 12. We've got to get on to the other two big names in the in rugby league. The 2-0 Broncos, the 2-0 Dolphins, Uncle Benny, we apologise. Terribly wrong. Um what's going on? How are Brisbane 2 0 and how are the Dolphins? Oh, sorry, Redcliffe 2 0. How's it happened? What's happened? Is there money under the table? What's going on?
0: Uh well. Um I don't know. The the, the Broncos have come out of the gate. I mean, we had we we had Kevy maybe gonna get fired this year. Um I don't think he is. I, I think he's gonna last the year at, at the very least. Um they may give him another three year contract depending on how the back end of the year goes, but uh, yep. uh, all I can say about Bron- the Broncos is they look like a team that's you know four or five yards faster than they were last year. They look like a team that are playing for their coach uh, and they believe in each other. I mean, yeah, you know, and that's what you need in a football team. The Dolphins, I think ben- Benny's done the Jedi mind trick again, mate. He's <laughs> he's put together a team that most people look at and go, oh wow, what a bunch of old blokes. And maybe this is where Griffin gets his ideas from, from Benny. Uh they did work together, didn't they? Quite closely they do sound somewhere the same. along the lines. Yep. They do sound the same. same yeah. Benny Ben Benny's doing the business, mate. Um and who knows how long the winning streak will go, go on for, but um, you know, the, the, the Dolphins are, are going all right. they're, they're Dolphins full have of, got the
1: Knights well, in Newcastle next week, Cocksmith.
0: You know, they're, they're gonna pump the knights, <laughs> I reckon. Wow. <laughs> we'll see. It's hard to pick, is it? It's so hard to
1: pick. I'm seven from 16. I'm going tremendous uh, for the season so far. Reece Walsh, heck of a debut for your team that you were with that you decided you didn't want to play for because they wouldn't pay you money because you weren't playing first grade. Comes back and he put them away in the end, uh, the Cowboys, who I thought were a little bit disappointing. Uh, that's I think they were very good against Canberra and they've played poorly and now they've lost Drinkwater for three weeks. They've lost Hickey for two. Um, and the Cowboys take on the Warriors who haven't been too bad in the first two games, so very interesting. Uh, Dolphins, mm. look there's some moments in that game and I'll get shifted Camber Canberra in a second, but I want to just get my head around how the Tom Gilbert try was a try because he clearly put his hands on Tomoko and pushed him out of the way to get to the ball. The only thing I could think of is why, and this is the Bunker doing wonderful things and how they interpret things now, but the only reason I could think they gave a try is because Tomoko wasn't going for the ball. He made no effort to actually go for the ball, but Gilbert clearly yep. puts his hands on him and pushes him out of the way, then jumps on it. I, I, I'm sitting there going, "We've butchered that, that's that's probably the side. only yeah sorry that's got
0: to be the only reason it wasn't it wasn't a no <clears> try, <throat> mate, because um, this line is very laggy too, by the way, yeah. very laggy." Um, that's got to be the only reason because Tomoko wasn't really making much of an effort. He was more just trying to impede the runner more mm. than anything. So um, they probably
1: thought, well, you're not having a go, mate. So, but whatever. is that out of this precedent? If as long as you're not going for the ball, you can push anybody out of the way. Is that the rule?
0: Well, this is this goes back to what we've just we we talked about before. How do you know any player's intent? Yeah. He could have had he could have had a twin twinged hammy and maybe not been able to run.
1: Well, Uta um, Kamanu's yeah. try oh, yesterday. Nice. He clearly promoted the ball. He knew what mm-hmm. he was doing. His intent was to promote the ball. And because he landed in the in goal after the fact, they say it's a try. I mean, seriously. Yeah. It's a double movement any day of any week. Anyway, these things happen. They're on fire, the old referees. They're doing some tremendous work. Uh so we've got an interesting table, mm-hmm. Coxmith, and there's a feeling we'll just quickly touch on, but the bye, it's worth two points again. So realistically, the um mm. The top of the table is mainly at one and oh, and four points. The Dolphins, two and oh, and four points. The Dragons, one and oh, and four points. And the Broncos, two and oh, and four points. By the end of the year, you're going to have six bonus points. You're going to look like you've had a tremendous year this year versus last year because you get six bonus points instead of four. Why they do this is just beyond me. I don't understand the value of giving points. Beyond it looks better at the end of the year with your point totals and the argument is then the competition's got better parity because look at all the points your team had every, this year versus last year. It's the only reason I can think they do it because mm. we never used to do it. When it was the buy back in the 80s and stuff, yeah. they never used to give give points. So
0: <sighs>
1: I have no idea
0: why they're doing it, mate, but there'll be a reason.
1: Uh, the other game that was played that we probably need to reflect on is Cronulla sending Parramatta to 0-2. Uh, what's yep. going on with Brad Arthur's use of his rotation on the bench or lack of rotation because he is going all eggs in that starting team basket and they've basically been run down in both matches after looking like not good things but they had both yeah. games sort of in hand to a degree
0: he's done this before mm. we've seen him do this before we've seen him use only two two replacements um, you know and left two blokes sitting on the bench there last year a couple of times and um, I have no idea what why he's doing it. Whether he's trying to get more miles into the the starting, you know, or the the his strongest thirteens legs, mm. uh, but uh, you know, I'm I'm more than sure that the whole ongoing Mitchell Moses thing is not helping them. Um, you know, we thought a few weeks ago that he'd made a decision, yeah, um, but I think you know that was just a, a smokescreen. screen. Um, but yeah, we also did exclusively say in the off-season that Parramatta's window was almost jammed shut mm-hmm. um, for a grand final. Uh, I, I believe that even more now. Um, they're miss, still missing a couple of players, and you know, at some some stage in the future, Wang and Blake might learn how to defend. But I, I'm, I'm, but you know, survey
1: says no, <laughs> he hasn't, and yeah. he hasn't dropped after what seven or eight years in first grade.
0: Do you remember last year, I don't know who it was, who was the team that just bombed them and kept bombing Wunga? Was it Penrith? They but kept bombing him. They kept bombing. Yeah, I think it Oh, uh, And they knew his defence was dodgy then. They knew that his ability to catch a high ball was dodgy. Um, yeah. I wonder when his contract's up, but I don't think he can come soon enough for Coach Arthur. I'd be, you know what, I'd be inclined to put Jake at centre. I'd be inclined to put someone else there, Jake Arthur maybe, or whoever. Um yeah. You know, but... Something needs to happen. Uh, who are they playing this week, Parramatta?
1: Parramatta up against. Let me just scroll down to the bottom of the ladder to find out who they're playing. Scrolling down, scrolling <laughs> down, scrolling down. Oh, past Raiders. <laughs> Somehow we're ahead of them. Mm. Uh, it's Parramatta and Manly on Thursday night at Brookie.
0: Man- at Brookie. Manly should do the business there, uh, given what we've seen of Manly.
1: You know, just quickly on Canberra. Of- they'll be hard a bit. Ricky is going to Ricky. Seb Chris isn't a fullback. Got exposed again in defence doesn't support the ball carrier. He does not support the ball carrier. He doesn't even know what that 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 term means. And it's hurting us when we're playing safe football up the middle. I don't understand why you pick a guy who doesn't support the ball carrier when you're not going to play attractive football. We wasted a heck of a lot of chances against the Dolphins and i got no issues with us getting run down. So the latter after round two, Seagulls, Dolphins, Dragons, Broncos on four points, a couple of on four points in there. Panthers, Rabbitohs, Warriors, Titans, Roosters, Sharks, Knights, Storm, Cowboys, Bulldogs on two, and then the winless teams are the Raiders, Eels, and Tigers. I want to wrap the show. I'm not a long one here, but I want to wrap the show looking at the Roosters, mate. I didn't see the game on Saturday afternoon because I was playing cricket, and what I've heard across a number of people is it was an extremely poor game of football, and the Roosters seemed to be in a bit of... um, What's the word? It's expecting it to happen was the word that the, the term I heard from someone. And the news just dropped earlier that Buzz is claiming that James Cedesco was re-signed for two more years. He'll be there at the end of twenty twenty-five. I has. saw a highlight. I saw a highlight. That's the report according to Twitter. Uh, Su'aleti breaks the blind. Mm. Teddy's racing up in support. There isn't the only play in the history of mankind is passed to Teddy. Sueli didn't pass to Teddy.
0: Mm.
1: Sueli ended up scoring because he had to break two more tackles. But does it stay at the Roosters if uh, Teddy's just re-signed for two years? Because I don't see it happen.
0: Well, I, su- I suggest maybe not. If, if mm. that's true, if he signed for two more years. That's the story. Until um, the end of 25. Sueli will get paid a lot of money from someone. I mean oh, yes. he, you know he even already even already he's dungeoning a million dollars a season. Yep. Uh and he's not gonna get that at the Roosters. So maybe he does. Maybe he looks for a another place to go and, and I expect that there'd be probably a Conga line of clubs lined up to to have him, you know. Does he um, stay in
1: the NRL, Coxsmith? That's yeah. where I guess my that's where I'm going with this. Because
0: it it'll come it'll come down to money, mate. That's gonna come down to cash. Yep. Who's got the most cash? Who's got the
1: most cash for him? That's so, what's going to come down to. if you are an NRL club and you're even remotely concerned that your fullback's not up to it, make some cap space, get on the phone to Surilie's manager and say, "Come to the Moolah," because I All reckon right. it's a golden opportunity. I'm not and saying that the back passed There's, a, pass a, there's a few of them. Yeah, true. Just to be clear, I'm not insinuating there, that, he didn't a few them, to him that he doesn't want to play. He wants to play fullback. I'm just saying it was an interesting timing that two days later, Teddy <laughs> resigns. Um, as the chosen one of Uncle Nick. Interesting. Well,
0: Interesting. put it this way. Just think, who would you rather have? Mitchell Moses or Sualee? Think about that. Think about that. Parramatta, who would you rather have? Because Gutho mm. can play centre. Mm. You've can got play, a million play, bucks to spend. Yeah. Mm. you got a well, million okay. bucks to spend. Yeah. You yeah. probably play him at six if you wanted to, but they need a centre too. They need a centre. They need yeah. a centre. Um Center that can tackle. Um, so, you know, there's clubs like that. And there's probably five clubs out there that are pondering these things. You know, so we resign our halfback or our hooker or our six or our one. You know, what do we do here? And then Lee comes on the market and creates, you know, a, a, a problem or well, not a problem, but a nice problem. So, you know, whatever. It'd the, be good to yeah, see you. Open the
1: checkbook. One, I open the checkbook. Uh, final, final yeah. point. I haven't even really mentioned them. Uh, the mighty red V. Uh, I mean, oh, oh. Oh, my mate, performance.
0: They've won all their games. They've won all their games. <laughs> Hook safe for another three well, weeks. Be... Every time you win one, you're safe for three weeks.
1: I think it's a two-year extension, isn't it? Every time you win a game at the start oh, of the year. No, uh, I hope not. Let's be serious for just two seconds. I know you sported the Titans a 10-point lead, but I'm just going to be serious. I saw some good things from you. I wasn't unenthused by your performance, mate. Even if it was against the Titans.
0: Well, look, I, I watched the. Uh, sorry, I saw. I listened to the uh, press conference, and when Coach Griffin said that he thought that they were on top at twelve two, I thought to myself, "Griffo, you must have some serious drugs in that briefcase, because at twelve two, brother, you were not on top. I'm <laughs> no. telling you right now." They definitely came home with a wet sail and there was a couple of good things to see yeah but um if coach Griffin thinks that they're on top at 122 um maybe the the club psychiatrist needs to have a talk to him
1: what um, what, what impressed you let's, let's let's wrap it with this um was okay well, yeah, it.
0: The, yeah look I, I really like the way um Sloan played um oh. I I think um I really think that, that players like Josh Kerr coming off the bench made a difference. Um I like the look of the new kid, Toby Couchman, even though he went for an HIA. Yeah, yeah he, um,
1: he he wasn't shy, was he?
0: Yeah, I, I don't think there's too many I don't think there was too many shockers in there. You know how you know, Saints have got the ability to have a shocker. At least a shocking player or two. Um, they I don't know, they it's their first game of the season. I think they are probably a little bit too enthusiastic to begin with, but um Definitely the last uh, 50 minutes was theirs. First 30 may not have been, but the last 50 was.
1: A couple more highlights, Blake Laurie, that was a great performance. <laughs> he was out. And, and he's got a, he a front row a try always good, but he made an impact in the first couple of sets. He just threw his body into it. And then he, he just, a couple of times you could see the nobody else wanted to do a hit up and he sort of put his hand up for a second go. And it's just those things that you need from a forward leader. And, and he's emerging as that. I like Jack Bird at lock. But I always like Jack Bird in games like that where the opposition's not great. I think he he can look really dangerous in matches like that. But look, that's what you got to do. You got to try and win those games and he, he helped them win it. Uh, ben Hunt pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, Suey uh, all right. Lamax, a bit underwhelming. Sloan warmed into it. Mm-hmm. I thought Sloan took a while to get mm-hmm. into the game, but when he got into it he, he made a difference. That's what you want to see. Didn't really Definitely. think Sullivan made much of an impression. He was disappointing. But Jacob Little, mate, when that forward pack got a yeah, no. of the middle, he actually made it made a made a difference. That
0: was probably uh, Little's be- best game that I've seen I agree. play um yeah. in in a number of years. I mean, he's always kind of been injured at the tigers. Um Sullivan I agree with uh, I think that Sullivan may probably be their 14 going forward that because he can play a little bit of everywhere. Um Coach Griffin says that Amon is not, not even on his radar to come back in the team. Uh he'll be back in by round
1: five. Yep. Agreed. 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 He'll be back so, in the team by round five. Uh it's funny how a week of football can be a long time because last week the Titans go to Leichhardt, knock off the Tigers. Holbrook, super coach. What a kind what a style. They re signed Dave for Theta Dave Feeder phoned the game into Lux last night. Oh, like Honestly, it's like clockwork. He gets his new contract, and yep, effort areas just disappear. But they looked really ordinary, uh, and it's a funny old team, the Titans. When they look, when they look good, they look really good, and then the other end of the spectrum is just not fun to watch. That's our round two review. You gotta, everybody,
0: you got yeah. to you got to look who they look good against, though, mate. Mm. Um, it was the Tigers, and we, we've now seen two pitiful efforts from the Tigers. And I can't see it getting any better this week coming. So I still have, I still have the Titans finished bottom four, for sure and certain. Yeah. Um, I think the big one that we we're both wrong on, though, was the Tigers and, and only... You both had them in 12th.
1: You yeah. both had them in 12th. Yeah. Yeah. I was wrong. Going tremendous. Just, uh, quickly looking to round three, we will probably do, if we can, it depends on where Rob's at uh, in terms of if he's on the road or whatever, but into the future. I'm cool. If we can do something after a Thursday game, maybe that then leads into a Monday record. If we can do that, then fantastic. Uh, just don't expect yep. it to be um, multiple, like three or four a week or anything like that. Not that anybody does with our podcast. Uh, this week, you got Seagulls, man, uh, Seagulls Parramatta into Knights Dolphins and the big one, Roosters Rabbitohs on Friday night. And the Melbourne Storm are heading up to the Gold Coast. The Cowboys are hosting the Warriors. Broncos are taking on the Dragons. Can you believe it's a Saturday night game, Cocksmith? Would you, be- you believe after three rounds, the uh, Broncos are already off Channel 9? And Bulldogs, Tigers into Raiders, Sharks to end up the round. Hopefully, it's a little bit easy to pick this week because last week was a nightmare. Uh, but that's episode 283. Anything to add before mm-hmm. we head out, mate?
0: Let's head off, mate. I've said enough.
1: That's pretty much it. I'm gonna have been. Justin Pasco on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for the napalm. All right, we'll uh mm. speak to you next time on Not the footy show. I've been Brad Nicholson. That's been Rob Cox. Talk to you next time. Catch you later, buddy. Pepsi. Not the footy show. We are one different. Yep. What do you got? Canberra aren't making the finals this year. Oh, stop it. I'm hanging up.
0: I gotta go, mate. <laughs> the bars are calling me, the honky tonks are playing my tune. What what are you talking about?
1: Not you show. Show?
0: You've been sleeping over there. Pepsi.